0: you know what you're right we got this
1: clean slate clean slate
0: clean slate was that last one so high that i couldn't hear it
2: (coughs) oh my
0: god weird go ahead how have we stopped numbering the clean slate episodes? Because now that we're on episode <laughs> almost 400 of this yeah. show, we're doing another clean slate. It's time. We've got a lot of topics. You know, it's it's funny you asked that
1: question. Which uh-huh. Maybe you asked rhetorically so you could set up that we've done so many of them. And yes, and they're so one of my favorite things in the world to do. They're always fun. And the reason why I wanted to go back to it is I actually went and looked to see like, oh, when I do the topic, I should say the number. But the one before it, which is as far as I went, because it's been enough of a week and it's only Tuesday, was just to go, oh, the last one said clean slate. I'll just say clean slate. (laughs) Nice. So here we are. It's been a week, buddy. I know. What a week. Oh, what a week. What a week. What a week. You got some topics. I do. I have not seen any of these. You
0: are going blind into this, so this is not research. This is... Me spending the afternoon going through the Facebook group and finding a bunch of fun binary questions that don't seem like they necessarily would be an entire episode, but they are fun, clean slate topics.
1: Do you know how I would know that you were on Facebook, even if you hadn't told me earlier that you were going to look at topics? How? Because I saw that you commented on a post from Annie. I did. And then you did, too. She was looking for a song to sing. She was. We both had suggestions. Both
0: fine suggestions. Both fine, excellent suggestions. We could make this whole episode, What Should Annie Sing for Her Audition? The third member of the freshman of the Thrilling Adventure Hour show.
1: You know, I, I'm more interested in a longer conversation about other things you did on Facebook while you were there. Like, did you change permissions on things? Were you like, maybe I should do a new profile photo? Cause that profile photo is from a while back.
0: My profile photo is, I think like the first or second profile photo I ever put up there. Why? My hair's brown in it. Like, I would argue I'm, 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 I think then. 12 years younger in that.
1: You've aged extraordinarily well. Well, you get more handsome. As time goes by. And I, I don't say that to butter you up. I'm honestly, you are aging extremely well. Even if your hair has gone salt and pepper, even that looks good. Thanks,
0: buddy. So, you guys deal, are good gems.
1: Deal with it. Deal with it I slowly turn into Baba Yaga. <laughs>
2: I'll be at my chicken foot house eating children if you need me.
1: <laughs> Did you say chicken foot house? Yeah. Baba Yaga had a house that was on chicken feet. See, the Baba
0: Yaga then is doing a terrible job of enticing people to come to her house. Because if I was a kid lost in the woods and my trail of breadcrumbs wasn't working for whatever reason, birds were eating them or whatever the reason was. And I came across two cottages and thought, oh, thank goodness. Someone in here is going to help me. Now, both of these cottages are the home of villains who want to eat me, apparently, according to this world. But am I going to go into the house that is made of chicken feet or the house that is made of candy?
1: Well, clearly you go into the candy. But Baba Yaga yeah. can't help. She bought high. Yeah. The a tough market. She can't unload the thing. Look,
0: I've gone online and bought stuff high before, too. I get it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she was starving. <laughs> she's like oh, just buy the house i want to go get dinner
0: man i have 40 boxes of magic spoon in the kitchen right now <laughs> uh i have
1: a lot of cereal too but i don't get high
0: yeah i just like that's like <laughs> buy cereal. now buy now buy now buy now kids mm-hmm. i don't get high either just high on life
1: yeah he's high on he's high on magic spoon that's right he's yeah. not a sponsor a anymore
0: cereal. i'm high on trade coffee
1: that's right yeah, right. we're not going to talk about them anymore. They don't sponsor us. I'm not talking about any companies that don't sponsor us anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So the only brand we will talk about is Trade Coffee. Yep, the only brand
0: we will ever talk about again is Trade Coffee, yes. which means no more talk of Marvel, Disney, any albums put out by Universal Music Group. Uh we might not wind up with a season two. Uh well, we had you a know good, good one. We did. One. We did have a good long season one. Yeah. Well, that just leaves us to say there are no more topics to discuss. So please don't reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This
1: tweets, and don't email us at We Got This podcast. At G- let's. Oh, this. I hate this. This feels Got terrible. Let's just do our show. Imagine if that's the last time. It's like we're slowly <laughs> sweeping up our respective recording areas. Oh. Like, well, there are no more topics. I guess yep. let's actively tell people not to go to the places we've been telling them to go. Yep. So they don't stop. I'd rather have a dusty cobweb-filled inbox. Of people suggesting things that I haven't checked.
0: We're going to be 90 and open up that inbox and we'll be on episode like 5,000 something by then. Anyway, let's do a clean slate. That'll be the next time I check it. Go ahead. First topic. All right. I'm going to give you a choice for your first topic, Hal. Okay. Do you want... I'm going to give you a choice of one of three topics. Oh, boy. You may have either traffic, food, or linguistics. Traffic. Traffic. All right. Our first topic is from Shi Xuan Hong. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm. Shout out to our Canadian friend. And she would like to know, roundabout or four-way stop? Which do I prefer? Which do you prefer, a roundabout or a four-way stop? Did you grow up in Philadelphia with roundabouts?
1: There aren't a lot of them, but I've certainly experienced them enough. You know, we would go to New Jersey, but like there are places with roundabouts, so I've had plenty of experience with them
2: uh, Mm -hmm. and
1: or circles, whatever whatever they're called, and plenty of four-way stops. I have a preference, and and I can tell you why it's my preference. Do you have a preference? I do, but but this is not about our preferences. This is about determining. I I mean, I have one that I think is better that I can give a cogent argument as to why. Okay.
0: I would argue that I think that the roundabout is the superior form for me because I did not grow up with them a lot. So I also think it's kind of a fun novelty to go to uh, have a roundabout. A roundabout makes me feel like I'm in a different place than where I have been. in Because nowhere that I've lived really is a roundabout kind of town. L.A. is not a roundabout place. Knoxville wasn't. New York really isn't. Um. But I I also think that the roundabout is superior because it takes out the human element of stopping at the four-way. Maybe somebody runs it early, you know, probably in a BMW.
1: Everybody stops at the same time. If everybody stops at the same time, then you don't
0: know who's the one on the right. Does everybody know the one on the right goes first if two people arrive Mm -hmm. at the same time? I feel like a roundabout keeps things flowing and takes user error out of the equation.
1: I agree with you 100%. That's the exact same argument I would make. Oh. As a way of flowing traffic, mm-hmm. that it's superior in that way. Now, there's a problem with people going too fast around the circle, and you're trying to mm-hmm. merge, so you're in a constant state of yield versus stop. However, right. You know, in a city like D.C., where just navigating in general is a nightmare by design, it was yeah. not. It was built to be confusing to navigate long before cars existed. Was it really? I thought it was yeah. designed Excuse. to be
0: efficient for horses.
1: I didn't know it was designed no, it was specifically designed to be confusing. They laid it out to confuse British soldiers during the War of 1812 to make it harder for them to huh. find their way through. And that may be apocryphal, but that is yeah. what I grew up thinking. And Though
0: I'm- it does sound like something that Bill might have said in the front seat that just sunk into you as like, geez, you'd think that they built this city just to make the British angry and confused. Like, that seems like a Bill Lublin kind of insult.
1: You'd be more happy to, like, the part of him that wanted to be a teacher would be happy to mm. share the knowledge with you. That's It's more That's that fair. kind of thing. Like, well, you yeah. know, blah, 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 blah.
0: We both have dads mm. that, I don't want to use the word mansplain, but I will use the words wanted to be teachers in some part of their being.
1: Dadsplain.
0: Yeah, splain. Like my dad pouring honey all over the floor to teach about viscosity right onto the carpet. Directly onto the carpet That's not being a teacher You know what, that's a good point That's just being my very delightfully weird dad (laughs) Yeah Just like, let me show you the difference And he pours a little bit of water Onto a plate He did have a plate on the floor Okay. But then he, I guess, knocked the plate out of the way or something got knocked up. So basically, the whole test honey of... Honey got on the carpet. Honey got all in the carpet. And my mom was not happy about that.
1: No, who would be? No, who would, who would be? about that. All right, so... Yeah, but yeah, it's great. Also, by and large, my experience with roundabouts or circles has been in more rural areas, like areas of New Hampshire, mm-hmm. Massachusetts. So in a less congested area, it's certainly ideal, but... Like anything else, it can be a nightmare. The four-way stop in Beverly Hills at Sunset, and I want to say it's the street that becomes Coldwater. You know the exact one I'm talking about. It's the one that's featured in L.A. Story where they all wave and then they all get into an accident. Like the very famous four-way stop sign intersection. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. And it's it's the the giant one. Yeah. It's so big. I think it's It's more than four way. I think there's like five. It's like a five or six. I think there's three streets that converge there or one ends there.
1: That's very bad too. Give me a circle. My old neighborhood here in LA had a circle and I actually Mm -hmm. enjoyed taking it because I knew I could see people coming. The only part that's a little bit of a guess is, is the person who is coming around the bend, are they about to exit where I'm getting on? Mm -hmm. Or are they going to go all the way through? And you can safely maneuver that. That doesn't have to be a gamble.
0: Yeah. Have you ever griswolded
1: in one? No, I've never been stuck in one. I did think of that, too, though.
0: Yeah. That does seem like that would be if you're on the inside and just can't get to the outside lane to exit.
1: Can't seem to make that left.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we know, Dad. Big Ben. Parliament.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, that's asked and answered. By the way, it is roundabout slash circle?
0: Thank you, she. All right, you want food or linguistics? Linguistics, please. Is it only these three topics? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of food ones. Okay, is, good. All right, linguistics, please. Yeah, there's plenty of food ones. Don't you worry. Chrissy Thompson wants to know: Is it kitty corner or caddy corner? I think. I think it's regional. First of all,
1: I would have thought caddy corner is the correct term, but if it's regional. Then we're just picking which one we think works better. Yeah. For me, get off the internet. Get off the internet. No, I, I'm totally I on the internet right now. I know you're looking for the answer. Online. No, I'm. Well, There's I'm no looking answer for answer for you online. The answer lies within you, and it lies within me. It never. The answer <laughs> to nothing is on the internet. I don't care how many archives they put up there. That's fair. Uh I grew up on Kitty Corner. You did. Yeah. I, that sounds like a cartoon corner where a bunch of kitties like... Kitty Corner? So, yeah,
0: I mean, I would watch you the show Kitty Corner. Me? No, my the reason I was... What I was looking up is uh, mm. in Merriam-Webster, it's Kitty Corner with Catty Corner being considered, quote, a uh, less common variant. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But come on, wouldn't you want to go... Look, wouldn't you want to... If your options for attending a corner... Let's say you wanted to go attend a corner... And sing with my group. over And sing with your group. Sure. Yeah. Sing with your doo group. Mm-hmm. Now, would you want that corner to be catty? Like, oh, look, Hal's here with this doo-wop group. Wow. I did do. They're so good.
1: I kind of want that. I kind of want two ca- two corners that are just talking crap about each other. <laughs> oh, nice lamppost over there, huh? I've heard that that lamppost was put there by the city, and they're going to take it away in a week anyway. So it's not that big a deal. Mine is much better. Or a corner full of kittens, Hal. <laughs> look kittens are cuter i get it but kitty is also used for adult cats kitty does yeah, not uh, i think kitten. by i think uh, kitty is used
0: for adult cats by people who have plates that uh have cats on them hanging on their wall like professor umbridge
1: i've seen people who don't that go here kitty 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 kitty
0: sure the pirate in pirates of the caribbean here <laughs> kitty kitty kitty
1: oh, that's right <laughs> that, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that is uh, my favorite small detail because it's this drunk pirate mm-hmm. on Pirates of the Caribbean going, hair
2: kitty and then
1: the cat is on a barrel, mm-hmm. but doing that thing cats do when they're ready to attack and are agitated, mm-hmm. where they're like a full arch and the tail is out and the fur is standing up. And it's oh going, yeah, the, even while he's saying, you hear like that. <laughs> Now, is that
0: little area because it is a little area off to the side in the ride? Is that area officially Kitty Corner?
1: That is the kit. That is Kitty Corner because that is Kitty Corner. Look, by that that alone, pirate get an eye patch. (laughs) (laughs) And why does he have two? Here,
2: Kitty, Kitty. Here, Cobra, Cobra.
0: Now, if he had two eye patches, he could be saying, Here, Cobra, Cobra. And if he was drunk enough, he'd be petting a Cobra saying, Here, kitty, kitty.
1: <laughs> okay, look at my. Kitty.
0: Look at this cat. Hey, sir, that's a Cobra.
1: Look at the hood on this cat.
0: <laughs> Cats don't have hoods, sir. They also don't have scales.
1: They do if you put an outfit on them. You're kidding,
0: kidding. Look did you, kitty. Look at this Did you dress that cat in snakeskin? <laughs> yeah, could I could put a Cobra on a kitty cobra! and if you keep going in pirates of the caribbean you wind up at catty corner which is just two pirates going did you see that pirate with the cats earlier
1: yeah <laughs> yeah pretty sure one of those was a cobra i mean it's pretty clear that cat was not into him and he's just like here kitty kitty that cat was out of there he's gonna wind up with no eyes you mark my words I'm fine with kitty corner. I don't know why I think it's catty corner. It could be either one. I don't like the term either way. It feels like a bad way to describe. There's nothing that I know about cats, and I don't know everything about cats. Far from it. But there's no common fact about cats that would make you think, oh, we should call those two diagonal corners catty corner. Unless is that where cats like call out to each other? Like they each get on a corner and they're like,
2: well,
0: there's catty kitty corner. And catty kitty corner is that that's meow, 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 <laughs> By the way, kitty corner and catty corner is definitely regional and it is catty all over the South oh. and kitty all over the Northeast, the Midwest and California. So basically, uh, so anything actually, no, the upper Midwest. So catty corner is from the tip of Florida to probably Northern Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then everything north of that, northeast, and then out west is all uh kitty corner. So it should be caddy corner for you. It That's
1: shouldn't be caddy
0: corner for me, but I actually am a I'm a guy that prefers kitty corner. I'm look, I, I it's know. why it's frankly the reason I moved out of Tennessee and the only reason. <laughs> it's the only reason I left. Because it's kitty corner asked and answered.
1: Actually, I do wanna point out we've had research furnished to us by Ken it comes from the french which is quatre, which means four so cat corner is four corners mhm so that's why or cat you can say cat cat or corner so it's it actually it is it does come from catty corner would be the actual the etymology would be from like
0: quatre cat con-
1: corner cat corner quatre corner to catty corner to now kitty corner this is great and then ken is drop
0: ken's dropping some science in here
1: if that's what it's become Mm -hmm. so be it that's fine kitty Mm -hmm. corner it is asked and answered let's do one more because we spent we've talked so much it's been such a pleasure we talked about baba yaga we talked about something else as Mm -hmm. soon as i say stuff on this podcast i completely forget it oh yeah that's the same with every podcast that i do Somebody wrote in to Good Morning Night vale. We do a fan zone, Calzone, where people write in with like their theories and stuff. And sometimes there's feedback about episodes. And somebody was like, my top three hell moments are this, which was very flattering. That's and great. Everything sounded very funny. And I don't remember any of them or what the context was for them.
0: You have that comedy blackout thing where your best bits, you wind up in a, in a temporary blackout for. Then everything I say must be gold. It is all gold, Hal. I all right, promise one you more, that.
1: Let's delve into a food topic and then we'll take all a right. break. How
0: about that? We got a bunch of food topics. Frank Doodle Willis wants to know, Doodle. fruity or cocoa pebbles? Oh, this is easy. Why is this easy? I'll, I'll give you my theory before you because it sounds like you have what you deem a correct answer. Yes. I will throw my thought out there. Mm-hmm. I think that fruity pebbles taste more like fruit than cocoa pebbles taste like chocolate. Yeah,
1: that's, that's problem number one. Problem number two is of the chocolate flavored cereals, mm-hmm. it's not even the best one. Like Cocoa Puffs is better. Cocoa Puffs, Clear. Cocoa Puffs are, yeah. Uh, Reese's, Puffs are Reese's Puffs are better. Reese's Puffs are better. Yeah. Fruity Pebbles are so good. <laughs> and then, do you know what they did? <laughs> what did they did? They added marshmallows to them. That's what they did. What? They did it. Well, they why'd did, they did it? They did add marshmallows. Because they they had to do it. They're like, we're gonna done did something to this here. Did, did that? Did that fifth earth. dentist get a job at General Mills? Is that what happened? They've sold is sold their soul to the devil. Could be it. We oh don't know. Oh my gosh! You see, I just fell into the trap of I cannot operate on this person's mouth. This is my son. Yeah. <laughs> fruity Pebbles is way trap. better. Fruity Pebbles with marshmallows is a step above that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's fruity not too much. Pebbles is better. I think the only difference. I, no, it's not too much. I mean, it is. Yeah. It is, but it is in a way that I like. I didn't know what to yeah. expect. And I've tried, you know, over the course of the pandemic, I have tried the majority of the cereals that have marshmallows in them that have come in a marshmallow edition. I've tried as many as I can because I you want know how like, some people best? learned French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some people wanted to
0: see how many books they could read. Uh-huh. You've tried every marshmallow cereal.
1: I tried all the marshmallow cereals. I baked a giant cookie with Nutella in it, and I've mastered chocolate chip cookies.
0: So that's... You are my culinary hero of the pandemic, my friends. Thank you.
1: I'm doing, just doing my best. And I learned how to make a steak. I'm not like perfect at it, but I make it in a way that I like it, which is fine. But I, but the one place I'll say I think coco cook, cocoa crispies are better than, or cocoa, see, cocoa crispies already. That's a better one too. The only way I think cocoa pebbles is better than fruity pebbles is if you're going to make like a rice crispy type treat mm-hmm. i don't think that and i've tried that too it's fine as fruity pebbles but fruity pebbles shine in milk the cocoa pebbles are better suited to something like that and even then it's like go get something else kick like cocoa crispies or something like that that's fair i do
0: prefer I think there's one thing on one downside for Fruity Pebbles to Cocoa Pebbles for me personally is I prefer Cocoa Pebble milk to Fruity Pebble milk because Fruity Pebble milk is so much more aggressively fruity than Cocoa Pebble milk is like it turns dark brown. Yeah, but it's not. It doesn't taste like it doesn't taste like chocolate milk, really.
1: That's right. Because it's just like a
0: hint of cocoa flavor. Fruity Pebbles, they turn your milk into liquid Starburst.
1: Yes. <laughs> no, I mean it's not that. I, I take your point. It is definitely uh it it is uh it's a whole mood. It is a whole mood. That, it's that you, if, but if you're in the mood for
0: pebbles, go fruity.
1: Yeah, ask an answer. Yeah.
0: That's an easy one. You know what else is easy? What else is easy, how?
1: What else is easy is taking a break, which we're gonna do right now so people oh. can hear about some fine shells on the Max network and give you time to reflect on when you're going to take a roundabout to go kitty corner to the starbucks and kitty corner to the starbucks the grocery so you can get some fruity pebbles we'll be right back Which animal has the most bones why isn't pluto a planet why are bees electrically charged let's find out together on our show let's learn everything where we learn anything and everything interesting
0: My name's Caroline,
1: and I studied biodiversity and conservation. My name's Tom, and I studied computer science and cognitive... Mm, Did you? (laughs) (laughs) And my name's
0: Ella, and I studied stem cells and regenerative medicine.
1: On our show, we do as much research as you would for a class, but we don't get in trouble for making each other laugh. Subscribe to Let's Learn Everything every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. Are you
0: ready to binge watch something? Old. The Greatest Generation is a podcast about Star Trek by a couple of hosts a little bit embarrassed to even have a Star Trek podcast. Hosted by me, Ben Harrison. And me, Adam Pranica. We get into the critical, the technical, the science fictional aspects of the show we love while roasting it and each other at the same time. We've completed an entire series about Star Trek The Next Generation, and another one about Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and we've just begun Star Trek Voyager. So now is a great time to start watching a new Star Trek series with us. So subscribe to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org
1: or wherever you get your podcasts, and become a friend of DeSoto today.
0: All right, Jean de Monde. Did you see that today? what the word of the day was no the word of the day somebody posted this in the facebook group i'm so excited about this facebook group it's really a delightful place i'm so glad that you're dipping your yeah. feet into those waters good for you today's word of the day on dictionary.com was jean Monde, which is french for people of the world how great ah, is that,
2: wonderful. that great?
0: yeah i was very okay. excited about that all right let's talk more food Kurt Smith go. asks, "Yes, is it better to wind up with a fry in your onion rings or an onion ring in your fries? Onion ring. Onion ring's bigger. One fry yeah. tiny, is a tiny little crumb in a bag of... Sudden, if you have one onion ring in an order of French fries, suddenly that is the entree sitting on a bed of the side dish.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you get onion rings, I feel like that's more, by and large, that's mm-hmm. more of a, like, you know, I'm in the mood for onion rings. I think I'm going to get those. Very few places, even when you're in the mood for it, make really good ones. Yeah. But there's always something. Either it's like too flaky a breading and it falls off or too much breading. It's gummy mm-hmm. or the onions are sliced too thick or the onions are sliced too thin. It's hard to get right. But even then, when you find a fry in there, you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. When you order French fries and you get an onion ring, it's like, oh, why I didn't get on. I didn't yeah. know, order onion rings. Or you beat of, the but, system in yeah. some way. Oh, this is now. I'll take that. I'm not going to yeah. tell
0: anybody about this. What's your preferred onion ring? Do you like one where it pops open and you can just slide the skinny little onion out, and then you have the ring of dough? Do you like a thicker one where it's holding on for dear life?
1: No, I like a thin but tall cut onion, so the onion mm-hmm. is cut thicker laterally. Gotcha. And and then it's put in a. Not a tempura batter, but closer to a tempura batter than, like, what Burger King does, where they're like, this is... uh... Where it looks like mozzarella stick breading. (laughs) Exactly. Or it looks like they're building a tire that can work on any terrain. Right. This will take you up a wall. Look at the grips on it. Yeah. So, I like something closer to a tempura. It has to be seasoned well. The Mm -hmm. biggest mistake that people make when they're making any kind of breading is not seasoning properly. Like, you... Salt, pepper, eleven it. herbs and spices. Salt, pepper, eleven herbs and spices. You can throw a little paprika, a little smoked pap in there if you want. A you can do all sorts pap. of stuff to to give it different flavor, but you have to you have to give some seasoning in there. That is where the flavor comes from. Like, think about a bloomin' onion. Mm-hmm. Hold which on, I had. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm
0: thinking about it's a bloomin' onion.
1: I'm I also thinking about the bootleg
0: version from a Knoxville restaurant called Aubrey's that w- yeah. that was a delicious, awesome, uh, blossom. awesome blossom.
1: Yes. The awesome blossom. Nobody does it better than Outback. I went recently and I got a blooming onion and a salad. I Mm -hmm. didn't eat the whole blooming onion. I ate a lot of it. Yeah. And I paid for days. Of course you did. That is what's
0: a huge, huge amount
1: of breading. And and the amount of calories would
0: kill a whole. It's something crazy. It's like, it's like 3000 calories in, in a full, but it's designed, you know, not for like, one, it's like a table share.
1: Not for one that. person to sit out on a porch in 97 degree weather because <laughs> he wanted a blooming onion. But the very best bites of that are not on the very outside where the onion's too thin and you're getting like skin, but like mm-hmm. one or two in where yeah. the seasoning that they put on their breading is so good that that's what makes it so addictive. Like the onion is good, sometimes a little raw, sometimes a little soft and overcooked. I prefer it to be a little bit on more on the soft, overcooked side than mm-hmm. the raw side. But if you don't have a properly seasoned breading, none of it matters. Can I
0: tell you a quick story from Astro Burger back in the day, years and years and years ago? Have I, think, I told you the story?
1: I think I know this story. If this is an Edelstein story, I think I know it, but I want you to tell it because our listeners have not heard it.
0: That's true. I may have mentioned this on the show before, but yes, Eric and I went to, uh, went to Astro Burger in West Hollywood mm-hmm. and Santa Monica Boulevard by on Santa Monica Boulevard. And a story was related to us from the gentleman behind the counter of the time that Marlon Brando returned his onion rings that he did not like because, quote,
2: "Mm, I like them doughier.
0: Mm -hmm. He was a regular there. Yeah, Yeah, ate there a lot. Yeah. I think, anyway, that's the whole, it's not a terribly long anecdote, just that I wanted to do my Brando impression. And Brando likes his onion rings a little doughy. You know, I like like a doughy onion ring. Can you undercook it a little bit? I like chocolate chip cookie doughy onion rings.
1: You just throw it in some wet bread and bring it (laughs) out here. Oh, my God. All
0: right. So it's better to find an onion ring in your fries than a fry in your onion rings.
1: Asked and answered.
0: Asked and answered. What's next? All right. Charlie Knuckles wants to know. Hey, Charlie Knuckles. All right,
1: Charlie Knuckles. If you don't like Charlie, maybe you'll like these Knuckles.
0: Hey, hey, Charlie Knuckles wants to know, is a cookie cake a cookie or a cake? It's a cookie. It's a it's big cookie. cookie. It's a big cookie.
1: You're talking yeah. about like when you go to Mrs. Fields and they're like, there's a hey, giant cookie yeah. where we've written out like, happy birthday, Sarah, on it. That's still yeah. a,
0: just a bigger cookie. It's just a big cookie. If I had a big bicycle, that wouldn't make it a car.
1: Now, the the is is fine. I don't think that they I, – I don't like the dough they use. I think the dough that BJ's Pizzeria, not a sponsor. It's the only reason I'm calling them out is for something mm-hmm. negative. Wait, BJ's is the pizookie? I thought the pizookie was Shaggy's. And they might both have one. The best version of that I've ever had mm-hmm. was... The one that the... you made? I haven't made one. I should. I have to... I have you to just make through... giant... You do make giant delicious oh, chocolate yeah. chip cookies. But I do want to take the dough and put it in like a pie tin and see what happens. I want to yeah. do it even more in my cast iron, but I need to like do a full... I need, I need to take it over to Blacker's house because Julia Mm -hmm. said, do you want to bring your pan to cast iron camp and get it fixed up? So I have to do that at some point and she'll help me re-season it and then I can take care of it. But the best one I ever had was at the Hard Rock Cafe. They had a chocolate chip cookie pie. Oh, I've had theirs. Yeah. It was outstanding. And it was because the cookie dough was so good. It like, it like size isn't important if it's not quality, you know, like a big, Cookie that doesn't taste good is just a big cookie that doesn't taste good. It's not better yeah. because there's more of it. So they had a really, really good dough. It was really nice and melty. I think they had like a graham cracker kind of crust to it too. That was maybe more of a pie with cookie filling, but a cookie cake is just a cookie. It's just a yeah, big, it's just cookie. a big cookie. Yeah. And it's great.
0: It I is a delicious. Charlie Knuckles, a, a cookie cake is a cookie. So enjoy your, enjoy your great big cookie, Charlie Knuckles. Asked and answered, Charlie. Asked and answered. All right. Leo Jenichek wants to know,
1: jam or jelly? Jam is the thicker or it's more like a preserve, right? Jam Jam is is the thicker one. Jelly is the
0: one that's made with gelatin. It's clear. Like it's, it's, yeah.
1: Oh, jam. Jam,
0: a hundred percent. I, I'm actually preserves guy.
1: Preserves are great too. Preserves are great. Strawberry preserves. I see. I grew up grape jelly guy. I grew up, see, I grew up a big Concord
0: grape jam guy.
1: Okay. Um, And I I didn't have Concord grape jam, but I would have.
0: Yeah. Happily. For us growing up, my mom's big thing with it, why she liked to buy it was, I think she thought it was healthier because it didn't look like jelly. Right. You know what I mean? Which clearly is like, no, yeah, it's, well, the preserves had like chunks of fruit in it, but also
1: way more spreadable, I think. Yeah. You know? And also a good like strawberry preserve, strawberry jam. It's so good. It's really good. Like throw it in some cottage cheese and you can, and just have that. It's like if you're on a 1970s diet, you take some cottage cheese, you put some half a grapefruit. Oh, you have half a grapefruit, a triangle of toast with tuna fish. My grandmother who a triangle of toast with tuna fish, she progressively turned into Yoda as she got older. She's no longer with us, unfortunately, but Mm, when I was younger. She was mm-hmm. on a diet where all she ate was toast with tuna fish and mayonnaise, like I a mean, triangle of toast. It was that, and it stunk and was terrible. And didn't she did not lead to lose weight? She's fine.
2: Mm-hmm. She just but that I was just, her thing.
1: Staying just, camera ready. That be like one of those weird, like just eat this, and it didn't feel like that was really. Like, this can't be helping you.
0: None of those are. All of those things. The grapefruit diet. the Anything that's like, yeah. I mean, I could go off on a rant about that. Grapefruit diet.
1: Diet! What's next?
0: All right. So, is that... That is... We've asked and answered. That one is... Leo, it's jam. Yes. That's... uh, Asked and answered. Yeah.
1: We're cleaning some slate
0: here. We are cleaning some slate. Good job, pal. Are you
1: wearing your Cracker Barrel shirt?
0: I am wearing my Cracker Barrel Okay, I thought so. I didn't see the logo. I still haven't been to the one in Victorville, but did you know you can order Cracker Barrel food in LA now?
1: Oh, have it like shipped to you freeze-dried?
0: No, they don't have a restaurant, but they have a kitchen in Hollywood. That you can actually you can actually order like Postmates or uh Grubhub or any of those. It's linked up on all of those. You can also on uh Postmates and all of the this this came out of the pandemic when nobody was going into buildings, obviously, and Chuck E. Cheese needed to do something so you could start ordering uh, pizza from this new place called Pasquale's. Uh-huh. Pasquale being one of the band members of uh, Chuck E. Cheese's. I think it was. I think his band is made up of old members of the Rock of Fire Explosion. Correct. But now it's just Chuck E. Cheese's band, which yes. the p-
1: Pizza Time Band or something.
0: Yeah, I liked them better as the Rock of Fire Explosion.
1: I ate at Cracker Barrel recently. Yeah, what'd you mind. think? I mean, I've eaten there before. It's not. Like a new experience. What'd you think, Yankee? (laughs) I have to tell you, Mm -hmm. by and large, I'm trying to remember times I've had like a good meal at Cracker Barrel, and I can't think of one, and that streak remains unbroken. Do you
0: order breakfast, or do you order lunch and dinner food?
1: No, breakfast. Okay, then that's puzzling, because
0: I feel like everyone knows, just don't order anything for day, don't order any daytime food at Cracker Barrel. They have breakfast all day, get it. They should just, they should just, that other menu they have, they should just throw that menu away. Of course. Just give me the breakfast food. Well, no, like a fried chicken. I would trust them to do that. But like, I don't go to- Take the fried chicken off of the garbage menu and put it on the breakfast menu. I will have breakfast fried chicken all day. Chicken and waffles.
1: Yeah. I would not go to a deli and order the lasagna. Like, I know, I know where I am and I'm like aware of what a restaurant should and shouldn't be able to do. So I'm like, let's just stick with the hits. I don't yeah. need the B sides of whatever this restaurant is, and it was not. Uh, I mean, I'd still go and try again, but I wanted. I got like the biscuits and gravy, and I was very excited, and I didn't love it. Yeah, it was a. I'm not a
0: huge biscuits and gravy fan, just no. generally. It's a heavy breakfast. Biscuits and gravy is a, is a heavy. I'm a biscuits guy. I love biscuits, but I'm more of just a butter and jam on the biscuits. What am I? Told not you? jelly.
1: What if I told you there was a brunch place out here where you could get like a skillet with some. Biscuits in it, fresh baked, Ooh. like homemade. And then they put turkey gravy on it. So it's like turkey, it's like bits of turkey breasts in it, not giblets, like, yeah, turkey. That, that sounds, sounds really does good. That sound
0: interesting to you? It does good. sound interesting to me. When are we going? I
1: don't know. We'll make a, we'll make a plan.
0: I'm ready. Our old friend EJ Salazar is going to wrap us up on this episode. All right. EJ, what you got for us? EJ wants to know hmm. is a milkshake. Oh. A beverage or a dessert?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's no, that is a good question. Because like when you're a kid and you get a happy meal, you want the milkshake with it. Like I remember, I remember having a milkshake with a little hamburger and French fries at McDonald's. Sure. Of course. And infamously at uh, Benigan's, that one time when my dad switched out the drinks and I took a sip of soda. Yep. Which at which he will never traumatize you until forever. until one of us is no longer on this earth. That story <laughs> will remain. And if I go first, I'm getting it put on my tombstone, but even then it's like, it feel you, I think you reach a point mm-hmm. or at least I did. And I, you know, I like my, my junk foods. I like a milkshake where, where I go like, this doesn't feel good with the rest of this meal like i get the counterpoint of the salty and sweet like especially if you have like a good like savory burger that has a lot of like salty flavor to it and then you get this
0: that straw that sweet pink strawberry milkshake exactly or like a
1: good vanilla milkshake i think goes Mm -hmm. really well there i do get it it's like very specific situations where you would have that like it doesn't pair you know how wines pair with different foods
0: yeah, milkshakes don't really pair with any foods except maybe fries and that burger. And a burger, yeah. But then even then it feels it's such a heavy addition to an already heavy meal. Yeah. Here's my dilemma with this. Mm. The milkshake is I yeah, and I'm like you, as a kid, I used to have it as my drink with my happy meal. Because yeah. why not? Sure. But I feel like everything about a milkshake says I am a dessert, except the point at the meal when it is served. I've never ended a meal with a milkshake. I've had it as like, I've sat down in a diner and ordered the milkshake to start. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the food comes. Right. It's almost like the milkshake is a, is a dessert appetizer. Yeah. So what you're saying is. For me, I don't know if other people do their milkshake at the end of the meal. The- but the first thing that happens in a restaurant is the server comes around and asks what you want to drink. And the milkshake, do you think the milkshakes on more dessert menus
1: or more beverage menus? I think it's generally in its own section. It's in like the shakes and malts. Yeah. They always have their Are own. Are you a malt guy? Like, yeah, like a malt.
0: If they have a malt, I'll always get the
1: malt. Yeah, get it thick. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Like, it's weird. It's served in a drink container. Mm-hmm. Even when it's that large sort of almost Sunday glass like that. Traditional thing, then you get the metal cup with the leftover. Oh, and it's good it's that's good my kind you of place.
0: Get that yeah. up to your mouth, and the, the ring, the spoon. the ring cookie, the cookie with a hole in the middle. They'll sometimes slide one of those down sometimes, on the straw.
1: Yeah, sometimes that's happening. Little uh, whipped cream and cherry on top, but it comes in a dr- it's served as a drink. Mm-hmm. The spoon is to help you get through the thickness, but you can generally do it with a straw. And there aren't many other parts of your meal that you drink, you know? Yeah even a soup you're eating with a spoon you're not they're not serving that to you in a thermos that's it's true like you're having lunch on the job so it does occupy this odd gray area where yeah, it's, it's got ice it's cream, in the it's drink got space cream it's got chocolate syrup those are all dessert things but mm-hmm. it's served in a glass it's served with a straw and it's generally in the part of the menu where the drinks reside it might there, but the drinks are definitely are usually where the desserts are so it it sits in this weird Mm -hmm. This weird kind of limbo. But to me, I think it's far less often a drink that accompanies a meal and is far more often something that you get on its, it is an individual order item in that like, Mm -hmm. I want a milkshake.
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It doesn't feel like a part of any meal. Mm -hmm. It feels like, but, and then in that case, if it is not part of a meal Mm -hmm. and it lives outside of a meal. Yeah. Dessert is a meal course. Like, all sweets are not desserts. If I have a slice of pie by itself, is that a dessert or is that just me having a slice
1: of pie? I get what you're saying. I think that's maybe dissecting it a step too far. That's literally that, that... the point of this show. But, but let's say you get a slice of pie, right? Yeah. And you can have as a side or on mm-hmm. top of it, a scoop of ice cream. Mm-hmm. And a scoop of ice cream, you can also order on its own. Mm-hmm. So it's a side dish, but it's also a dessert. Now you wouldn't take a scoop of ice cream and put it on top of a steak or veal parmesan or a salad. Like it's, it's the hell the I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I put you in a corner in a catty corner. I'm Don't sorry. you put me in catty corner. I apologize, but by and large, right? It is a side dish and a dessert in and of itself. Even when it's a side dish, it's meant to modify a dessert. Yes,
0: but in that instance, I still come back to the pie is not a dessert if there's no
1: accompanying meal. Well, yeah, then you're just having some pie. Then it's just a sweet, right? I think that a milkshake is more of a dessert that you drink than a drink that can also be a dessert. Because it's so rare for it to be featured... Anywhere that isn't like a burger place or a diner, even at a diner, like how often even I, if I get a milkshake for a drink with something, I'm not getting dessert because I had a milkshake. Do you do your milkshake
0: with the meal in the way that I put ice cream on a T-bone or do you (laughs) order it when you sit down and they say, what would you like to drink? You say a milkshake and then you have the milkshake and then the milkshake's mostly gone by the time the meal gets there.
1: No, I, if it's like with a burger, I want them all at the same time, but I, yeah. I have a lot of problem. Like for fry dunking, you give me a bucket of popcorn and it's gone in the middle of the previews. I don't have yeah. it during, even though it goes with the film, I'm not mm-hmm. very good at, at plotting it out that way. So sure. generally when I get a milkshake, it's an a la carte experience. It's like, oh, I think I'm going to have a milkshake and I will get it at the end. Because it comes at the, because I've already had the meal. It's not the drink that goes on the side. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be at the beginning. I want to have eaten a bunch of savory food and then experience the milkshake. If it's at a, well, meal. I think
0: there's our answer then.
1: Yeah. I think it's a dessert that you drink.
0: Yeah. Asked it's an a answer. dessert asked and answered. You know what? To all the gens demand. Yes. These topics are closed. Asked and answered. And done, but there are many more topics to discuss, Hal. Did you know that? I did know that. They should reach
1: out to us on Twitter at WeGotThisTweets. Or they should email us at WeGotThisPodcast at gmail.com. Or they should go to our Facebook group and argue and lovingly discuss and respectfully disagree about all of the topics we've discussed here today that's facebook.com slash groups slash we got this podcast they should also support our producer ken plume over at patreon.com slash ken plume see all the incredible content that he's putting out over there also a ton of support and love for researcher kate mcmanus graphic designer uri kelman and qa engineer jen alba And thanks, of course, and as
0: always, to our musicians, Mike Furman and birthday boy, Jonathan Dinerstein. Happy birthday, Jonathan, Jonathan, for our theme song and score, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world, specifically to Frank, Kurt, She, Chrissy, EJ, and Leo, and Charlie Knuckles for these topics today and to everyone who follows the show listens to the show and is part of the Facebook group thank you for giving Hal and I this opportunity it really is the highlight of the week and we would not be doing it without you we, we wouldn't be recording it without mm, you true. so thank you thank you
1: thank you for Hal Loveland I'm Mark Gagliardi for Mark Gagliardi I'm Hal Loveland and don't worry everybody we, we got this we got this
0: maximumfun.org